Today on Lockdown Blue Jackets, we're going to be talking about how fun that essentially meaningless preseason game was. And uh, we've also got a mailbag for you this wonderful Friday afternoon, evening, depending on where you are. Uh, so that's what we're coming up today on Lockdown Blue Jackets. Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, trials, tribulations, uh, anxieties, emotions, yelling, excitement, all of this and more about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. I also need to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Because Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. It is where the game starts. So uh, where this episode is going to start is just a little little recap of how fun last night's game was because uh, the answer was very honestly. Uh, this is the second. Uh, time that the Blue Jackets have faced the Blues in this preseason. They lost the first one 4-2, to two, uh, and then they made up for it, this time with a 7 nothing victory. Now, admittedly, this was mostly a uh, AHL roster for the Blues, and it was close enough to the real thing for the Blue Jackets, minus goalies, uh, Daniel Tarasov and Jack Greaves, both had shutouts. Uh, it was kind of a reverse of what happened earlier this week against Carolina, where the Blue Jackets took a bunch of their rookies and bubble guys and got stomped on. They uh, they basically did the same thing to St. Louis, but I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, I believe the opposite actually happened to the Blues and the Blue Jackets last preseason. I believe they, uh, they took basically a squad of rookies and Jonas Corpusalo out to St. Louis and again got stomped on. It was like 7-1 or 7-2 or something. It wasn't Jonas Corpusalo's fault. I don't think this game was Thomas Grice's fault. But I had a lot of fun. I don't know that there's much to really draw from it specifically uh, in terms of, hey, this guy should make the team, this guy shouldn't make the team, uh, things like that. But... We're gonna we're gonna talk about the game anyway because, like I said, it was a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, I missed the first goal uh, because it happened like a minute in, and I hadn't actually set up my stream yet. Uh, Patrick Lyonnais scores his second of the postseason, uh, not assisted on by Johnny Gaudreau, which is surprising. Uh, so he is at a fifty percent success rate right now. Um, I think this is only the second or third game that these two have even played this preseason. Uh, they haven't played a ton. It's been a very kind of, hey, let's, let's put a bunch of random players on a team and see what happens. Um, I'm not mad about that. It's uh, just it's interesting to see how Brad Larson has been structuring his preseason. I think he's basically done now. Uh, the Blue Jackets have one final uh, preseason game tomorrow against Washington, and then three days off, and then they start the regular season in Carolina on uh, the 12th on the Wednesday. So uh, we'll probably see a little bit more a little bit more juggling. There's obviously some cuts to come, as I mentioned in yesterday's episode or Wednesday's episode that I released on Thursday because I forgot to hit post. It's fine. Um, but 
it uh this 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 seems pretty close to what the actual roster is going to be um minus a couple of different things um obviously eric branson is uh i don't know if he's day-to-day or if they just held him out because he picked up a a little knock or something uh david your played i uh, i really liked that but uh in terms of goals seven different goal scorers for the Blue Jackets. Uh, Patrick Laine scored the opener. Igor Chinikov scored his fifth goal of the preseason. Uh, he's currently leading everyone in the NHL in preseason goals, which is pretty fun. Uh, my bold, One of my bold predictions for uh, Igor Chinikov this season is he's scoring 20 goals minimum. Um, he looks dialed in. He looks like he's finally figured it out. I don't think he had a bad rookie season. Um, I think his sophomore season is going to be even better, and I'm super excited about that. Jack Rostovic scored his first of the preseason. Uh, Jack Wierenski scored his first of the preseason. That was um, that was actually one of my one of my favorite goals of the of the night. Uh, the four nothing goal. There was a two on one, I believe, for Goudreau and Line A. Uh, the Blues defenseman took away the passing line, or he tried to he blocked the shot, or and uh, Goudreau got it back, and then instead of passing back to Line A, passed it to Wierenski, who was coming up the middle, and he just scores, and it was just such a really good kind of microcosm of what you can expect from Johnny Goudreau. Um, he's just... He's so much fun to watch. He's so composed, I think, is is the word that I saw someone on Twitter use, and that's, I think, the, the best word for it. Like, you never see him scrambling around. Like, he always... If the first thing doesn't work, he'll try something else. And you never see, like, the, the oh, God, oh, God, oh, God thought process. That I feel like a lot of us have when the first option doesn't work out right. Um, so really, like, great assist on that goal, I think. Great goal from Wierenski, but the the bigger thing is, I think, the, the assist from Goudreau. Uh, Voracek scores his third goal. He's, like, second on the team in goals this preseason, which is extremely funny considering uh, he scored six all last season, he's already up to three for this preseason. Uh, Cole Sillinger scores his first of the preseason in his second game, uh, and then Justin Danforth figures it out, uh, finishes it off with again. I think this one was actually my favorite goal. Um, was it the seven nothing goal? Yeah, sure. But the pass from Ken Johnson, uh, his first point of the preseason, I believe. Uh, but what a what an assist! Um, going behind the net, everyone's looking one way. He just passes it backwards and Danforth is like yeah I'll just take this and tuck it in really really good to see really fun again Justin Danforth looks like a guy who's got it figured out um he looks like a guy that is going to be on the opening night roster um we're gonna talk a little bit more about the game in a minute but first I've got to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor today which is bet online uh they are your number one source for football betting information this season if you want to bet on the Browns or the Bengals, those are the football teams in Ohio, right? Uh, you can do so at betonline.net. Uh, you can find the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-minute scores of every sport out there. The Cleveland Guardians made the postseason. You should probably uh, put some money on them doing a thing because they look real, real exciting. Uh, you can check in on MMA, boxing, golf. Obviously, the Blue Jackets start their season in l- less than a week. You can put some money on that. So head to betonline.net, or you can use your mobile device to learn more about trends and action, because BetOnline is where the game starts. On the grand scheme of things, this was a pretty lopsided game. You know, We've, we've discovered that the Blue Jackets uh, outshot, outfaced off 
uh, out hit like basically anything. The, the the Blues didn't ever really stand a chance. Uh, they kind of had a bit of a push in the third period, which I thought was interesting. Um, they had 10 shots to the Blue Jackets' five. But uh, mostly it was it was all Blue Jackets all the time. Uh, the Both goalies, I thought, did a really good job. Uh, or, well, I say both goalies did a really good job. Sarasov played the entire... Entire game minus five seconds. Uh, Jack Reeves was just on the bench, but I thought Tarasov had a, a really good game. I must have imagined them switching him out for the third period. Uh, these games have all started to blur into one already, but um, yeah, I thought Tarasov looked good. Um, I think they're still being kind of cautious with him, not as cautious as they are with Corpusalo, who had the surgery at a much later date. But I feel like I think they had basically identical surgeries, um, and I think they've been kind of cautious with Tarasov. I don't think that was the right thing to do, but I think he looked really good last night. I think he looked he looked good the the game before in Carolina. Yeah, he only like I think he only had seventeen of or eighteen of twenty one saves, but I think he looked considering that he didn't get much help from the defense or the forwards. I think he uh, he looked pretty good, and uh, I think he's going to look really good in Cleveland this season, and I'm uh, super excited about that. Um, in terms of like other players it's like i said this is mostly a uh a, a roster for guys that have already made the team um i think liam foodie i don't think will make the team um i think olivier will probably make the team but not play a ton uh those are really the only two guys i think that are kind of playing for their spot right now uh Juracek stepped in uh when gabranson was out. I think he's playing for a spot, but I also don't know that there is a spot for him, which is I don't know. It's it's a weird a weird position to be in. Like they've kept him in camp this entire time, and they're like, yeah, we like what, we like how he looks. We're still making decisions on him. I I can see him being cut this weekend. Maybe he gets the entire preseason and then goes down to Cleveland. I don't know, but uh, he's he's still here, which I think is a good sign. But I don't think he's going to be on the opening night roster. Uh, which is annoying because I've been saying all season that he's good enough to make the opening night roster. But unfortunately, I don't know that the Blue Jackets see it the same way. Um, so I would expect him to get sent down. Um, so there goes one of my bold off-season predictions already. Um, shout out to Erica Branson for that. Um, it's not Ted. I'm going to have to cut. I'm not going to, this season is not going to be me dumping on Erica Branson every single time. Um, but it is frustrating to see how David Juracek plays and know that simply because there's just no room for him, that he's probably going to end up in Cleveland because I do think he is good enough. So that's, uh, that's, that's the, the only guys I think that are kind of on the bubble right now. Uh, Olivier Foodie, who didn't have a great game. Uh, only played 12 minutes, no shots, no hits. He Basically, his stat line is just zeros across the board, didn't take any face-offs, and he played 13 minutes in a game where he really should have been playing more. So it's a shame. Um, I had a, a commenter yesterday who was like, he's been invisible this entire preseason, this entire training camp. I don't think he's been invisible. I think, they've again, they're being cautious with him after he had surgery. Um, I think they're giving him as much of a chance as they can, but I do think his leash is running out. I can see him being sent to Cleveland 
as soon as later today, maybe possibly this weekend. Um, I don't think he has to pass through waivers yet, so that's that's a good thing at least. Um, he's not he's not going to be on the opening net roster. Um, I think he's he's still young. I think that's that's the other thing is Liam Foodie is still only like maybe not even twenty two yet. You know, he's still developing. He's still got time. He's not. I'm not ready to write him off yet. Like I think a certain portion of the fan base are. But I think he definitely could benefit from basically staying healthy for a whole season. Uh, he's had some injury issues, so hopefully he can he can get over that and be a little bit more healthy and keep keep up the the development. Because I do think there is a potential player there. Um, I don't think that's a, an unreasonable thing to say. Uh, in the next segment, I've got some mailbag questions. So uh, that's what we're going to do to finish out the show, to finish out the week. Uh, let me just pull those up. Uh, uh, so <laughs> I've got some serious questions and I've got some some less serious questions. So we'll start off with the less serious questions, uh, which is that uh, the first one is the over-under on how many games until Johnny Hockey adjusts to the cannon. Uh, I feel like he jumped to the cannon last night, which did make me laugh. Uh, so I think he's probably getting more and more used to it. I think we're probably still maybe five to ten games into the regular season, I think, before he stops really jumping at it, which is, again, extremely funny to me. Um, now that there are some preseason games to actually consider, has anyone really stood out to you that you didn't expect? Um, I think Justin Tanforth, honestly. Uh, he has really surprised... Not really surprised me, but he is a player that I had kind of written... Not written off, but he is a player that I assumed would be... Cleveland bound uh, just because of how many injuries there were for the Blue Jackets last season and how many call-ups there were. And I felt like once the team was fully healthy, that Danforth would kind of be the odd man out. But he seems to be have played his way into, into contention. Um, I do not hate him on the fourth line. Uh, I would extremely not hate a line of him, Corrali, and Robertson. I think that could be a line that kind of causes problems on purpose. I think that could be a lot of fun. He scored three goals in his preseason outing so far. Um, I'm, yeah, he's a he's a guy that I think has really stood out to me. Um, the other the other guy that has really stood out to me, um, and that I kind of this one was more more than I was expecting. Um, I think Daniel Tarasov has had a pretty good preseason, honestly. Again, especially considering his. Surgery last season, uh, he kind of is coming in with, what, like three full games worth of of time, essentially. Uh, but I think he looked really good last night. I think he looked fine the night before. Um, I think he looked, he's looked good in training camp. Uh, he's a guy that I think there's some real, some real potential there. And I'm excited to see him continue to develop. Um, so those are, those are my options for, for guys that didn't stand out. Predictions on the opening night roster, I've kind of done uh, already. Um, I think it's probably going to be essentially the roster that we saw last night against uh, against St. Louis, with the exception of um, Gus Nyquist is is out due to... He's day-to-day. Gabranson, I don't think is day-to-day, but is injured or, you know, he's got like a, a niggle. So uh, ex- I expect... Um, Nyquist will probably swap in for Foodie, um, and then I imagine Yerichek probably to Cleveland, and they'll keep um, Nick Blankenberg 
up as the seventh guy and then slot Gabranson back in when he's healthy. So that's kind of that's kind of what I'm looking at at the minute. Um, but that's mostly the the roster. And I think Olivier probably gets swapped out for Eric Robinson, who I don't think is injured, but I think they're giving Foodie and Olivier a uh, more of a look. I think Olivier feels like a 13 forward kind of guy that they will bring to games that they think are going to get out of hand because when you can bring a guy that can fight instead of a guy that can score goals, why wouldn't you do that? Um, which team this year will the Blue Jackets inexplicably struggle against, even when it seems like they should do well in a matchup? It's going to be the New York Rangers, is the thing. Because I always thought it was just Dubrovsky. The Blue Jackets cannot beat the Rangers. Um, I think the Rangers were the Rangers were better this season than, uh, than not. But... Um, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a weird one. The Blue Jackets never play super well in Madison Square Garden. Um, they have been bailed out by some goalies. They have been not bailed out by some goalies. It's been a time. Uh, I would love if they could beat the Rangers, like, ever, but they're the team that explicably, inexplicably the Blue Jackets struggle against, uh, which is unfortunate because they're in the division and they play them, like, four or five times a year. Um, and then in a similar note, uh, more importantly, who do you think the toughest division matchup this season is looking to be? And as much as I hate it, it's Carolina. Carolina is the team to beat at the minute. Um, I thought they might have gotten weaker over the offseason. Um, I think they lost some pieces that they, uh, by all accounts, should have made them worse. But I think they've also picked up some pieces. Obviously, getting Max Pacioretty for basically nothing is pretty impressive. Um, it remains to be seen whether Brett Burns will be a help or a hindrance for them. If they limit his minutes, uh, then he could very well be a help, uh, especially on the power play. Um, they are the the team to beat again. As much as as much as I dislike saying it, like Caroline is probably finishing out the division at the top. Or yeah, I don't think there's a team in this division that's better than than Carolina right now. Hockey is a weird sport that might change, but looking at the the division teams like. I think the Rangers backslide. I think Pittsburgh probably is about the same. I think Washington maybe backslides a little. I don't think any of those teams are better than Carolina. Um, I don't think the Devils are better than Carolina. I don't think we're better than Carolina. Um, and I'm missing a team. Oh, I don't, the Islanders are definitely not better than Carolina. The Islanders somehow got worse this offseason, despite being pretty bad last season. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's Carolina. Um, and... Blue Jackets have to open the season against them, so that'll be that'll be fun for me personally as a as a person who is extremely stressed at all times about Metropolitan Division matchups. I I it could be worse, I guess. Last season they opened against Tampa Bay, so you know you win some, you lose some, uh, and that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, we might do a weekend episode if something happens. Uh, I have some free time this weekend, so we might do a, a reaction to. The, uh, the setting of the opening night roster, if that happens, I assume that'll happen in the next couple of days, so we'll, we'll talk about that. If not, I'll see you on Monday for a recap of the uh, final preseason game against Washington that's happening on Sunday night, so uh, that's that's coming up on Monday, if nothing else. Um, before the season starts, I want to do a, a real deep dive into Ken Johnson and his Calder, Calder uh, Trophy Odds, I guess, is is the is the way to say that. I completely, <laughs> I bungled that a little bit, but uh, I want to do a deep dive into how Ken Johnson and his chances are for the Calder. So uh, keep <clears throat> keep an eye out for that. And uh, that's all I've got for you today. So thank you for listening. 
Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockdownBlueJackets at gmail.com. Um, thank you for watching, listening. Uh, you can find Locked on Blue Jackets free and available on any podcast app that you choose. You can find us over on YouTube. Uh, getting closer and closer to opening night and getting closer and closer to my goal of 250 subscribers. I am, I think, 18 or 19 away. So if you haven't hit subscribe yet, then feel free to do so. It helps me out. Uh, it helps you out. You can get uh, notifications when the episodes go live. So uh, everybody wins, essentially. Um Thank you for making us your first listen of the day, every day. Locks of Blue Jackets. Like I said, you're never going to have to get behind a paywall for it. So uh, you win, I win. Everybody wins is, is the, the the unofficial slogan of Locked on Blue Jackets, except when we are playing the New York Rangers. And that's it for me today. I will uh, talk to you, see you all. I won't see you. You'll see me uh, this weekend. And if not, until Monday, make sure you stay locked on.